3SFX presents the Hindu Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where drive time meets late night talk show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from Little New Indubia on the corner of Tichaka and MLK Drive, where it is currently snowing, but not really. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> so snowing here, but it it's a lot of. Is it a lot of snow though? It's. It's snowing, but like it's not accumulating or like you wouldn't know it. And it's it's been typical for the winter here in New England this year. Mm-hmm. So this was actually been a good time for you to come visit because uh, you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, the Real snow. snow. Real snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ashley is, does mm-hmm. not like it at all because not, yeah. she wants she she wants, you know, to, to you know, to trunk. Um, I don't know. Trucker trucker. I don't know. I can't even think of the the verb I'm looking for. Trek, maybe? I don't know. And she just left the room, so I can't even ask her what what she wants to do in the snow. And it's probably nothing. She probably just wants to stay inside and look outside at it. I mean, that's what I would want to do if if we got snow like that. I mean, you're not wrong. That's what I would want to do. That's it. Yes. It's it's very picturesque. It's nice to look Mm -hmm. at. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, there's people like me. I've got places to go, things to do. And all of that nonsense is in my way. I know mm-hmm. we discussed this last episode and I left out a very important detail that I am also protesting about. And okay. that is the whole cleanup process where it's all the sand, the sanding or not sanding, mm-hmm. <laughs> the salting, yeah. and the, the sand mixtures, the dirt and all that stuff. All that gets back mm-hmm. on your car. Right. And then you have to drive around with a dirty car. And... I don't. I mean, but then I don't at, have least, to kind of, at least you'd be able to move around, though, move around and do all your business, you know? Right, right. right. But then you're right. But then you have to accidentally brush against your car, and <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I mean, I imagine you wearing bright colors because you're a bright, you know, just colorful person. So I don't. But me, I wear. I like to wear the darkness and just like you know, pretending I'm out <laughs> in the night, night like Batman or mm-hmm. something, right? Be the Mm -hmm. night. Yes. And Mm -hmm. um, you brush against any car, even your own. And the next thing you know, you're just covered in like just this white ashy filth. Like, how are my clothes (laughs) ashy? Like, how? Why? I don't like it. So, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would take me off too, honestly. Right. So, and I'm pretty sure if you're wearing some other other colors, you probably have the same news. Like, oh, I got like smudge on my you know, jacket or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's my gripe really. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I uh, had a bit of a funky day yesterday. Like I was just in a, more like I was the funky part of the day and not in a good way. Mm. This was in a funk, mm. but today was mm. much better. And I'm feeling, feeling better and got stuff accomplished and something even really cool happened. I have been struggling to do something at work. Like I've been putting it off for way too long. And you know how when you put something off, the longer you put that thing off, the worse like the outcome or the possible outcome uh, might be. Like I had Mm -hmm. held on to something at work 
that I needed to process because when I process things at work, like receipt things, money and stuff, I need to do it in a certain amount of time. And I just didn't want to get any flack for not processing it sooner. Now, there's a lot mm-hmm. of reasons why it wasn't just me not doing it because I didn't want to, but there's some issues with it. And I don't know, I just, I could have been more proactive in making it happen a little sooner, but some of it was out of my control. Regardless, mm-hmm. I just did not want to, you know, deal with this thing. Well, right. I finally dealt with it because I'm like, okay, this is thing. I'm holding this thing over my head. I'm sick of it. I'm just ready to be done with it. Um, so I did what I need to do, spent the time on it, got the headaches <laughs> because of it that I knew I was going to get. Um, mm. And I survived the headache. And then I, I dealt with it. And I have to um, put it through to my supervisor, who we won't spend a whole lot of energy on that person. Right, right. But mm-hmm. uh, see, is this that type of person where you don't want to talk too to, much energy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do. Or just I do. work with I mean, or anything. We we've had communications off mic about you know these particular people because at times it is more mm-hmm. than one. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I get it. And everybody, I want to say for the most part, has had a oh yeah supervisor boss person like that. So yeah, yeah. coworker even. But anyway, uh, yep, this person go. is that that person is my person, and I do what I need to do, and I had to, part of the process of what I have to do for my job is like it starts with me and then I recommend it for approval and it goes to the supervisor and they even they either recommend or they you know have questions or whatever so knowing that I had to you know include this person in on this uh, process that I've been afraid of you know and putting off and stuff I have been mm-hmm. like dreading the questions that are going to come in and the the you know the shame <laughs> that that this oh. person is really good at giving well it didn't happen shame because it take you it took you so long to do it took me so long or you know basically yes i i should have processed it sooner but basically making me feel as if i am not good at my job or i am not doing something right even though it's maybe not as big of a deal as they're making out making it out to be well mm-hmm. i didn't get any of that I got no no flat no flat no questions about anything no nothing so essentially I had been <laughs> stressing out over this thing for so long and nothing even nothing even happened much to my well, very just yes so I don't know it was just a lesson in stop you know letting this anxiety over certain things get to you just face it face your demons face your your monsters and stop hoping or anticipating the worst because you just never know. We may, the best may happen. So, so apparently you know, like the worst part of it was in your own mind. Like it was like, yep. I was making it way harder, way bigger, way worse than I needed to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, it's from experience why I was thinking that way, but fortunately it did not turn out that way. So I've been stressing over it. For way longer than I should have, way longer than I needed to. So, yeah. Well, I am very happy for you. Yeah, I'm. I'm very happy for you because yes, I I know uh, some of these stresses of your job, and yeah, it's 
it can be a lot. And I'm I'm glad you were able to deal with it. And as you had just said, your the outcome was not as bad as you were thinking it was going to be. But you were prepared mm-hmm. for it. Like, I uh, was. here we go. And and, I, I had that thought of, you know what? Whatever happens, you can handle it. And whatever happens, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. It's fine. It may suck, but you can handle that. Mm-hmm. And that was that was my my thoughts, and that prepared me to just do it. And I could release all those thoughts when it was finally over. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you moved on to, and then I'm I'm assuming, not even assuming, I'm hoping you actually got to turn that around, and you actually had a a funk filled day, like a, a good funky day, like all right, and just you know turn something on to let your hair kind of come out and just, woo. Yeah. Take a leg. Yeah, you. Something, something. Yep. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that, that is yep, great. Yep, and yep. I mean, I'm sit, I was sitting here earlier kind of writing some things down and you did mention, well, you just said that you're having like a funky day and I'm like, oh, that's right. I did this whole research on P-Funk mythology because I'm really only aware of like two songs from that whole era of like George mm-hmm. Clinton and Parla- Parliament and Funkadelic and unaware that a good portion or good majority of the albums are all telling like a collective story. And Mm -hmm. I think that is something that I will have to one day just kind of set out to do and just listen to each song, each album to put Mm -hmm. together the story in my own head, because apparently they like to draw like one of them. The albums actually kind of draw some parallels to star Wars. So I'm like, that's interesting. (laughs) So yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the only connection that I've had with you mentioning it's funky. Funny. I'm like, oh, not the good funk, because like we could really get into it now, because uh, I just did a whole mini little research and it took me a little while to read everything because, um, well, you know, I've got a day job too. So I had to mm-hmm. do some work. I'm like, oh, I can't right. read this anymore. Right. So glad that you're good, but we have to get to business. And the business is show business, such as, hey. uh, Reviewing the Oscars because um, that just happened. Now, normally on this podcast, we do like Oscar predictions, but life had been so busy within the last month or even like since they've been uh, the nominees were announced. And I'm like, oh, I, I need to sit down and actually figure out which movies are going to win. And I do all this mm-hmm. research. I do everything that I do that I don't think I even really break down and explain what it is that I do, how I come up with my predictions. And it different from who i want to win to who i am thinking will win so i just want to make that point clear mm-hmm. um, and that's a big distinction I, yeah it, it truly is because i mean sometimes my personal bias will kind of sway who i'm thinking might win and sometimes my bias is correct or it, they line up together I'm like i think this person will win and i want this person to win so mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Um, that's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah. So as we uh, get ready to go to Hollywood, we sing the <laughs> song when we talk about Hollywood. Hollywood. I don't know the actual lyrics. Even if I did, I wouldn't sing them anyway. <laughs> so yes, going to Hollywood now. Um, now. I'm going to go through the list this time to talk about all the winners rather than um, I'm just going to get out, out of the way now. This is the worst prediction I've ever done. Like the worst. Oh, I got the worst grade. This. So you've been off your game yeah. this time. So, if you were, if we were to give me a letter grade, it would basically be a, a high F. 
Oh, yeah. that's terrible for for you. That, well, that's well, that's actually what Ashley and I said, and we high fived over it. Even though I mean, it still failed, but it's and I said a high F, and it's really like fifty two percent. There are twenty three categories, and I got twelve of them right. So, Oof. yeah, yeah, that's that's and like Courtney level predictions, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I think you only did it like one year with me. Where you, you kind of guessed, or at least I kept track of your guesses. I feel like I did right. it a couple years, maybe, but since I'm so far removed, they are truly guesses, and that's it. Like nothing backs up <laughs> my guesses at all. Mm, I see. I see. I got you. Well, we'll just go through quickly, and um, my we'll just go through the, each category. First one is acting in a lead role or actor, and that is Brendan Fraser. And I have not seen the whale at all, but he won. And but he was the reason why I picked him is because that's all anyone was ever talking about. It was just yeah. how well he was doing. They didn't say anything really about, about the movie. movie. I think I, they, yep. yeah, I think they said it was about. depressing. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's also Aaron Aronowski. I might have mispronounced his name, but I usually always do. And he doesn't really make those like cheerful kind of like, oh wow, I feel like just, you know. Sun, sun shining and he makes the kind of movies that make me feel when I touch my car after it's been outside like after the <laughs> snow falls and the uh-huh. grime and stuff like I yeah. feel dirty and I need to wash something and just like oh I feel <laughs> right I don't want to be outside yeah so I'm not looking forward to seeing the movie but I will just take everybody's word for it that Brendan Fraser did an amazing job and he's got an award to prove yeah. it so there we have it yeah and uh, actor in a supporting role, we have, and I still have yet to actually learn how to pronounce his name, and I'm so sorry. Uh, Kehu Kwan? Is that how it's for, for everything, everywhere, all was, at once? Yes, I thought it was Key, but I, I don't know how to pronounce his name either. But oh my gosh, I'm so excited he won. Yes, and I'm, at first I wasn't sure if you saw it or you are just watching clips because you were sending me clips. And like, did she yeah. watch it? No, she didn't watch it. Yeah, no, that's what I, I thought. <laughs> No. Yes. He had a very <laughs> like just I mean, he's also been winning in other award shows as well for the same role. So I kind of already pegged him to be the winner and he was. So no big surprise there. Next one is actress in a leading role, and that was Michelle Yeoh for uh everything, everywhere, all at once. So mm-hmm. again, not a surprise, but I was very excited, very happy, and well deserved. And yeah. yet again, she was winning in all the other award shows. So points to her now mm-hmm. there was a little bit of a controversy and that is for andrea uh rise risenborough i don't even know how to say mm-hmm. her name but there's this film called two leslie and it was like a very like i think it had only been out like a week and maybe like a couple thousand people only saw it so mm-hmm. people are like how did how did this get nominated like mm-hmm. so it was some whole grassroots campaign and somehow her name got put into the best actress like uh, nominee versus someone like Viola Davis and the Woman King or basically some other people. <laughs> but a lot of people were, were surprised that Viola Davis was not, you know, named or, or listed and felt that was some kind of a uh, what's the word scandal was, was afoot. And I don't have enough information to back that up, but that is something that has happened and mm-hmm. I believe it. So yeah. Hmm. Now, yes, 
the real controversy, which I'm going to get into now, is the snub that happened in actress and supporting role. Ooh, let's get into it. Yeah. So I believe, I really want to say most people really had Angela Bassett to win for Black Panther. And I mean, so did I. I was, I was like, yeah, this is a shoe in Like she won like the other past ones and she did such an amazing job. And I have not seen these other films except for everything, everywhere, all at once. And both Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie did a great job in those roles. But mm-hmm. I didn't see Jamie Lee Curtis winning. And I think she was surprised too. So here we go. And and everyone's talking about the look on Angela Bassett's face and how upset she, you know, kind of was, but still keeping it classy and like, right, eh, right, well done. So I personally, I don't have any like, like I don't know, I'm, I don't feel. I how do I put it? I don't want to say I don't feel bad because I wish she did win, but I'm also not mm. upset that Jamie Lee Curtis won. Yeah, yeah, they were both. She, re- she deserved really it too. Great. Yeah. Right. I probably right. would have predicted that Jamie Lee Curtis would have gotten it uh, just because of the movie altogether. But also she she earned it. But I thought Angela Bassett also did a great job. So it, 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 it could have gone either way, but I probably would have bet on Jamie Lee Curtis. Unfortunately, mm. had to choose between the two. That's And that's <laughs> a tough choice. And it is. really, it just for, for me, it came down to the if... If I really even considered it, yes, definitely between the two of them. But I, I didn't even think Jamie Lee Curtis would would get it, and she did. And I'm like, good job, good for you, great movie, you did a great job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I also want to say that I did my predictions like minutes before the show started. <laughs> like I just went down mm-hmm. this this list and I just circled the winner, the circled the winners. I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. one, this one, this one. I, I struggle when we get to the technical ones. I underlined the ones that you know actually did win. So the next one, animated film, I just guessed uh, Guillermo del, to- del Toro's Pinocchio, which did win. So I'm like, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> um, cinematography, All's Quiet on the Western Front. I guessed that one and got that one right. Mm-hmm. I have not seen it. Um, I think you and I, we talked about war movies before and how we just kind of shy away from There's got to be something. Yeah, yeah. But there's... There's got to be something, some reason to make me want to watch it. Yeah. And that one doesn't quite have anything for me. So, yeah. And it actually won quite a few awards and I was not anticipating that. So I got a mm-hmm. bunch wrong. Yeah. The The next one here is best costume design. And mm-hmm. for me personally, I didn't want to lean into like, okay, Black Panther won the last time. Ruth, Ruth Carter, she did an amazing job. And I really struggled because looking at all the costumes and I've only seen three movies out of the five mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go ahead with Ruth Carter and she won. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is today's black history fact. She's the first African-American woman to win two Oscars. So. <laughs> oh, is she? Yes. Just like ever? I believe so. I think she is the only, probably even just the only black person i think i think but yeah she definitely has the uh two trophies just smiling at her so or whatever face they make but kind of blank or maybe (laughs) she's smiling and the reflection is smiling back at her that i think that's how it works that's what it is that's what it is Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. but definitely well deserved because 
even when they do like the little montage showing all the other works that they do or all the other like costumes like oh wow yeah that really does look pretty good and um a lot of times they tend to lean towards whatever period piece is happening or whatever period piece movie if it's like got flowy victorian dresses and like up oh, automatically oscar winner and uh mm-hmm. yeah that doesn't that wasn't this year because mrs paris goes mrs harris goes to paris which i've never seen but definitely never looks like it's it. a fashion forward movie mm-hmm. it's i think it's streaming on peacock right now i think um again everything everywhere all at once which i never considered until they started showing us uh Oh my goodness, I forgot her name already. But basically Joy's variants or her um what's it, Jobu? I forgot her her villainous name again. Jobu Tapaki? Yes, Tepaki. yes. Showing her all of her 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 costumes. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, she she has a look and you get to see each and every one of them. I love it. So I forgot. I was like, oh wow, yes, that's a great costume design. And Elvis, because I mean it's Elvis. So Yeah. But like I said. Ruth Carter won, and now we're going to move on. Next one on my list is directing, and that was by, or the Daniels won that one, so I'm glad I went with my gut. And it's like, I mean, they they pulled off a feat of a movie. So, yeah, well yeah. well done. But I'll say we can talk about that, and we have. and Because <laughs> I have possible, thoughts. We, yeah. <laughs> um, best... Uh, documentary documentary why am i saying like that best documentary Documentary. feature film (laughs) documentary Mm -hmm. and that (laughs) is navin navel navelny i don't even know what it is i usually i'm usually pretty good about trying to watch many of the documentaries documentaries Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) i failed this year i didn't see any of them even though i had access to at least three of them but nope I got that one wrong, by the way. So, um, documentary short film. And that was, I got wrong too. That one is actually The Elephant Whisperers. Now, whenever it comes to the shorts, I never really know where to find them. And I, I feel like I have a friend who might have an in, but I keep forgetting to say, hey, you have like that connection that you can mm-hmm. help me out so I can watch them. Yeah. Is there? <laughs> right. So what I do to kind of help me predict that is I will look up each film and see what festivals they've gone to and kind of compare all of those to whatever they may have won, especially if they a lot of them are in the same festivals or, or same award ceremonies, whatever they might be in. Do that for documentaries, too, because they end to mm-hmm. go to, I think, like the Spirit Awards or something. So okay. um, so I go and look through all of that, look to see all of the accolades and kind of total or tally those up sometimes that helps me sometimes it doesn't but Mm. at least it gives me a kind of a direction like okay this one this one has been seen by more people and that helps too because if more people see it more people are tending to kind of vote for the one that they saw so right right Uh, that's my don't quite understand how the academy chooses the movies and i don't know i just wonder how that because I do feel like it's kind of a popularity contest sometimes, but I, don't, I also don't know that. So I don't know. Well, I can enlighten you a little bit here as well. What happens is after your film is completed, like as long as it fits within certain parameters or like it has to be mm-hmm. done between this day and this day, mm-hmm. they can submit it to the Academy for submit for your approval, but basically just mm-hmm. to consider it. So okay. all the people with within that 
branch, let's say we're talking about the documentary short films, there are people who are on the the board rather, and they're mm-hmm. the ones that kind of look through and see all this, all the people who are members, they can look at whatever it is in their category. So all the other documentary short film makers who are in the academy in that branch can vote on who they want to have be their nominee, like their actual nominee. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they all vote. Let's say 10 of them are submitted. They're all ranked like one through 10. And then the ones that get the highest uh, score are the ones that move on to the next level to being mm-hmm. voted on by everyone else in the Academy. So you don't have to be in the documentary uh... short when it comes to the actual nominees. And they're the ones that vote. All of that's secret until Oscar night. Mm-hmm. Does, that, okay. does that help at all? That does help. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why it's such a big deal. Like if uh, like a couple of years ago when they tried to get more black people or just people of color within the academy so mm-hmm. they could actually be more of a voice to make sure a lot more movies are considered for right. uh, not even just movies, but yeah, movies. It's all about movies. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that said, we'll move on to film editing. Once again, everything, everywhere, all at once took that one, which I did get right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. International feature film is all quiet on the Western front, which I guessed that one correctly. And that was a pure guess. The only film I've seen <laughs> was Argentina, 1985. Mm-hmm. Um, makeup and hairstyling. I guessed Elvis for that one, but I got it wrong. And whale what? or the whale picked up its. Yeah, I know it picked up its second win for makeup and hairstyling. Mm hmm. Because they made Brendan Fraser look way much bigger than he actually is. They and did. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, next one is original score. And this one I really, again, the only one I had seen is Everything Everywhere All at Once. It did mm-hmm. not win. What won was All's Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. So I'm like, hmm. But again, I hadn't seen it and all the other films I hadn't seen. So uh, Ashley was watching it with me and she loves John Williams. I'm not sure how you feel about him. The composer, Williams. right? Yes. Eh, love is a strong... I, res- I greatly respect him. Respect him, said? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I greatly respect him. Like the work that he's done and what he's contributed to the industry. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very um what's the word? Politically uh, correct. Politi- yes, or diplomatic uh-huh. answer. Yes. Very, diplomatic, mm-hmm. yeah. Well I'd like to keep well it done. Well thank done. you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he did not win. No, he uh did not win. <laughs> In fact, the composer I don't even know the composer's name. We're gonna move on. Original song. <laughs> so here is another one. I wanna take a little let's pause here for a second. And mm-hmm. I had uh Lift Me Up from from uh, performed by Rihanna, but I guess the lyrics were by Ryan Googler and Thames. And I was really okay. Yes. So, I mean, I was kind of surprised. Oh, Ryan Googler contributes writing the song too. Well, it is a tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. So mm. it makes sense. And the performance was beautiful. I, all the performances that I had saw, uh, one of them I did not watch because I had to go take uh, chief to go pee outside. So I missed mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, Lady Gaga performed Hold My Hand, which I had never actually heard until that night. So I'm like, oh, well, this is a nice, pretty song. 
And this is a life from everything, everywhere, all at once. I had never actually seen it performed, but it was very uh, everything, everywhere, all at once <laughs> of, kind of, of a performance. It was very uh, interesting, hmm. which okay. which uh, Ashley kept saying this is weird. So I'm like, well, you saw the movie. <laughs> and the movie's quite weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, is it David Byrne? It's either David Byrne or Daniel Byrne. I think it's David Byrne. But he's a front man to talking heads and does very weird, like eccentric things. And if you don't know who he is, then it would seem weird for him to do what he was doing. And he actually had the hot dog fingers when he performed. So really? Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, okay, okay that tracks. Mm-hmm. So nothing really kind of moved me to like, this is really weird. I'm like, yep. All this makes perfect sense for the movie that it came from. Yeah. But no, not to, not to from RRR was the winner of this uh, original song. And they did perform the same like sing uh, song and dance that happened in the movie. And I was ecstatic. Like I was so like just watching it. Like, <laughs> yes, I really want to watch this movie again because this is so much fun. And, yeah. and I was so excited that they won. So is that the only inclusion of RRR in this year's categories? Unfortunately, they... yes. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was really hoping they would get international film, but they didn't get they didn't get that nominee or that nomination. Mm. So yeah. So I was a little sad, but mm. I was I was glad that they got the nominator for the song, not to not to, which means dance dance. And mm-hmm. they danced and they danced hard. <gasps> and I'm like, yes. yes, I saw a clip of that. Yes, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, if you had seen that bit, let that be a bit of a teaser for you to the actual movie <laughs> still on Netflix. Mm-hmm. RRR. They even have a, a dubbed version now. So you don't have to read the subtitles, but I still would recommend what? the subtitles. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, even though this list, the next one goes to best picture, we'll say that for last. The next one is production design. And mm-hmm. I chose Elvis because I thought the design was really good, but it was also the only movie I had seen in this category. Instead, mm-hmm. all quiet on the Western front yet again. Um, I guess you're going to have to see is, that movie. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but apparently you need to. Hmm. <laughs> sorry, I know it just sounded like deflated and defeated, but can't make me. No. Oh my gosh. Um, we're, we're moving on animated short film. Now, this is the one where Ashley kind of protested again to me saying, why didn't you ask me? And I'm like, I didn't know you've seen any of these movies. And she's like, well, you could have asked me. I was like, I didn't know. I, I went and just went down the whole list real quick. Anyway, the one that mm-hmm. won is the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. Not sure where that's streaming, but I am interested. I mean, if I if I knew, if I had the time, I would have gone through and watched all of these. Uh, I chose the wrong one, and I just chose it again on a whim. And it's called My Year of Dicks. I don't know what exactly what it means, <laughs> but one day I will find out because I will watch it. So, please do. Congrats. I really, really yes. want to. I really want you to watch that. Have you and seen? Tell it? me all about it. No. Oh, okay. I only the heard you about said it, it though. Well, no, because I was no, because I was looking for the winners because I wanted to see who won, and I saw that that one. I don't know that I saw that it won anything, but I saw that it was a nominee for a couple like mm. 
No, so sorry. Huh. So did they say that like on TV? Can they say that I mean, on TV? They did. They did. They had. Did they, they? Yes, they did. Wow. Okay. That's why the Oscars are now rated TVMA. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. It's it's still TV fourteen. What does it say? <laughs> it's network TV, so you can only say so much. Um. So yes, I will watch that eventually. It's on Hulu for those who also might be looking for it. Uh, let's see, live action short film. Again, I just did a random guess. I did, and I got it wrong. And like again, if I did what I was supposed to do, I would go through because all of these are submitted at festivals. I know this; they have to be because where else can they be seen? So I would go through. Maybe the Irish and Irish goodbye is could have been at the top of the list. I don't know, but that's the one that won the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound category. I'm I'm not sure if they started it last year or they started it this year, but they used to be sound editing and sound mixing, but they decided to put them together. Normally, that can give me a better chance at either winning or losing because whatever one film gets, usually the the same film in that same category or the uh, adjacent category gets that win too. But they're all together, so this time I used a different logic, and I'm like, okay, which out of all these movies? probably sound like with all of these sound that goes into sound or talent (laughs) that really packs the greatest punch so i'm like you know what i'm gonna go top gun maverick for this one and that's the Mm -hmm. one that won so my instinct was correct all's quiet Mm -hmm. on the western front was also nominated but i'm like no 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 not gonna go with that one Mm -mm. top gun and i was correct i'm glad top gun didn't sweep because they didn't really sweep did they Oh no, no, this is in fact that's pretty much all they won was best sound. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that it didn't sweep, honestly. Mm. <laughs> Why? Well, because I don't know, it almost seems like the uh obvious choice maybe. Because you've got big names, you've got like a classic movie sequel, or the sequel, I guess, to mm. a classic movie. And I don't know, I just don't want it to I I would like for other mu- other movies to get their time to shine, indie movies, and you know it's nice to see that they didn't just get everything, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like Avatar. <laughs> well, that's the next one on this list. Uh, that one ah. is for visual <laughs> effects was Avatar. In fact, that's the only one that they won. That's yeah, that is the only one. And honestly, yeah, they had amazing visual effects. It was it was great. It was the movie, like the movie was made of VFX. So, sure, yeah. let them have their and one, I, and then move on. And when I was doing my my quick uh, predictions, and that is the one that I, another one that I did get incorrect. Had I put some more thought into it, I definitely would have picked Avatar. And even mm-hmm. Ashley was like, "Why did you pick that? You should know better." I'm like, "Thank you," <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I was, I was trying to give it to black folk. I, I. I predicted black panther would get that one it's like yeah they got some pretty good visuals in that movie i mean they were underwater but i forgot they were underwater, so it was yeah. avatar <laughs> right mm. a good portion of it was underwater actually no, it's called the I way know. of the water <laughs> well black panther wakanda i don't know i don't even know what i'm trying to say moving on uh adapted screenplay i again random guess although this one was a really hard one for me because i'm like okay so all of these movies, well, I had only seen two of them. One of them was Top Gun. And I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. the scripts? Like, mm, really? 
adapted screenplay? Really? Okay. All's Quiet on the Western Front, which again, I had not seen. Mm-hmm. And at this point, refusing to. So I'm like, mm, I don't know about that one. Glass yeah. Onion, a Knives Out mystery, which I absolutely enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. And then Living, which I had never, I've still know very little about. It's got Bill Nye in it, which I love him, but I don't think this is a movie I want to watch. And lastly, mm. Woman, Women Talking. Mm-hmm. So it was just just something about him. Like, you know what? I think that's, I think that's it. I think that's the winner. And I'm going to go with that talking. one. And I did win. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I felt like it was a very, I mean, you think screenplay, you think of people talking and like dialogue and, you know, like a, a good, almost as if it was a play or something. And uh, I, again, I have not seen this movie, so I don't know, but just based on like, you know what? Women talking. I knew a little bit about it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. get to that one. Sure enough, they won. I'm like, yes. So I was a little excited for that just because it was a random guess, like many of these other ones. The last one was original screenplay, which I got wrong. Of course, everything everywhere all at once won it as it should have. Mm-hmm. Nice. But I picked uh, the Banshees of Inishirin. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, because I, I felt like that was going to be a sleeper hit. Like that was the one that was going to be like, or a sleeper sweeper. Ooh, I like that one better. Ooh, yeah. I, I, I do like that I one just better. thought it was going to. Yeah, I just thought I was going to just take everything, but no, it was everything everywhere all at once. It just took the most. In fact, it mm-hmm. took the grand prize of best picture. So, yay! Yes. That is so exciting. And I, it, it was. I was excited because they won. I was excited because I got it right. And I was excited because <laughs> the show was over and it was time to go to bed. But yeah, it was, it was <laughs> well, well done. They did a really great job with that movie as we, constantly keep saying on this podcast because we love it yes. and yes. um yeah that's the list 52. did you mention best what was it i feel like uh the editing team got i feel like they won as well i know that the daniels won best director yes mm-hmm. didn't the editing team yeah. also win like for best editing or everything everyone yes they did okay well, I, I I mentioned that because I remember saying that they won for that. And I, like I've seen, you know, I've read several interviews from the Daniels about like what happened with editing because I think they had fin- just finished rapping or had to like go, like they finished but then had to go back during COVID or something. But because of mm-hmm. COVID and how it hit, they had to like edit the entire movie, you know, on laptops in their rooms, in their, in their homes alone. And somehow they brought it together and, and made it work. And I just, I just love that so much. Cause it's such a grassroots, like DIY almost. I mean, I know movies are edited by people, but it's just right. such a, it's just such a testament to their talent and their vision and the clarity of what their jobs were that, um, made the movie happen because editing is just as important as every other bit of the movie um and um they ha- they managed to pull it off and do a great job during covid and during like such a huge upheaval of the entire world so i just mm-hmm. love it yeah and each each time like someone who was from that movie got up they they gave more insight into how the movie came to be and mm. giving different 
ways they they classify this movie is like yeah this movie is really about uh, or no i think one of the first people that came up was they said like i want to make a movie where my mom is in the matrix something like mm, that yeah yeah so i'm like wow that's I love that's that. amazing because that's that's what happens um another that's one of the person, reasons i loved it yeah because it's michelle yo it just she is not your typical uh protagonist in a movie like this and i love that Mm-hmm. and just oh, so much and I, for me just like the more we talk about it, the more i'm like i need to go watch it again me and too. i think i, I still have it. showtime yeah. yeah that too like i need to go pull out my uh, blu-ray player and fire that up just for this so i can mm-hmm. just soak it in watch all the special features and just be immersed within what they created because you're right like what all that they made through covid nonetheless uh mm-hmm. various like zoom meetings and just mm-hmm. like hey let's let's do this thing let's get this made let's tell this really original story which yeah i mean yeah it's it's amazing i love it so yes well yes, deserved yes. well deserved and um yeah i mean overall i felt the the program itself was was a good one i wasn't too bored <laughs> by anything <laughs> and uh I think there's a couple times a few people had some speeches that you know like okay I'm bored now but you know <laughs> but, you know, that always happens it's an award show I did not see clips of of what I'm about to talk about now but apparently and I what I did tell you about was uh Thames and her wardrobe or rather her big poofy puffy dress thing mm-hmm. and how I guess at some point with her sitting in the um, audience we just there's like a screenshot or a screen grab and then you just kind of felt bad for whoever might be sitting behind her because if you can imagine uh dr strange if you will with with his uh cape and mm-hmm. how it just has like this like huge collar that yeah mm-hmm. just towering above his head making him like a whole foot taller that's kind of what had what thames had on but poofier and you know more elegant not saying mm-hmm. the uh the, the cape is not elegant but you know so yeah, poor guy or ma'am or whoever was behind her, and even the right. guy who was sitting next to her, who was just kind of like, I, I'm not sure if if he was with her or not, but he just seemed like, okay, I'm, I'm here, and just kind of moving aside, making some room for this. What people were saying on Twitter was like, we just love seeing black women just taking up space in in white mm-hmm. areas. So that's mm-hmm. that's something that kind of resonated with me. You had like a different reaction to it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it when black women take up space in any space, white spaces, any space, because we should. But I also think that um, there is a point of um, not being considerate of the folks around you, because we're talking about a, a sit down thing where, I mean, it's in like an auditorium or something, right? Mm-hmm. like it's not it, like if it was I've seen other awards shows where you're at tables and you're kind of spread out a little bit more but in this case we're sitting in an auditorium like a theater type situation where you're in rows of people and I don't know it just is um seems a bit inconsiderate to me mm. to um I don't know I'm wondering if yeah, even like if that was even a thought like it probably like, wasn't because oh, it's a when the outfit itself is gorgeous and even just looking at it by itself 
it doesn't seem like it would be that big of an imposition, you know. It, it right, right. It's it's a it was a gorgeous outfit, but I happened to see it like, and then I think it was like really long and flowy, like the rest of the gown. So mm-hmm. it really did take a lot of space, and like height wise and length wise and everything. So I don't know. I just I loved it on her. It was beautiful, but I'm like, oh, the logistics of this. Uh, mm, mm. may paint a different picture. Mm. And I, I never really thought about it too until you brought that up when we were talking about it before. Sorry. Like, oh, wow, yeah, we've we've seen so many people walk down the red carpet, or in this case, this was a champagne carpet. I still have not seen any of the mm. the. Uh, I'm putting in quotes the red carpet, you know, pre-show. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I watch it, and it's it's fun to watch um, with people who know fashion, like like my wife. So. But we didn't watch it this year because I, I think we started it just a little late. But either way, we um I hadn't really thought about like all of this material. Like, where does it go? He has to stuff in these little seats. Like, are they the flip down seats or or how much space do you have? And then I had questions about the theater. Like, do they actually watch movies here with the Dolby Theater? Because I believe it's at the Dolby Theater, or is it only yeah, for award shows? I don't know. Well, if it's a theater, it, it's not necessarily a movie theater. Like it's got a huge stage. They could put maybe put productions on, like plays and stuff like that. But mm. I don't know what else it would be used for. Yeah, I'm gonna do some uh, some uh, googles later on that because it it was just really one of those random questions that came to mind. Like, what happens when there's not an award show? Because that's the only time <laughs> I really ever hear about this particular the theater. And yeah, right. So the sound has to be amazing though, because but oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, and by the way, fun fact, in case you do feel like spending, I don't know, six hours watching the Oscars again, they are on Hulu. So there you go. But um, so I, the design, the production design, and they actually do give out Emmys for the telecast of the Oscars. So oh, wow. we'll see. But, I'm, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, it is funny though, because like, oh, you get an Emmy for producing the Emmys nice <laughs> just it doesn't get more <laughs> meta than that right so, but the, i mean the stage presence the or, or uh production all of that was great i did miss the very opening number i don't know what exactly happened but i missed all of that but like i said pretty much good show they got some jabs in about um uh will smith so of course they yeah. were so how did that did land watch... like how did how did that go over um for awkward? me i chuckled I it it was like it it didn't hit hard well maybe not as hard as he hit but it didn't like nah. it wasn't you because you knew it was coming you knew they were going to address yeah. it and yeah. so it, it was like hey this this happened last year we we can't not talk about it or make jokes about it yeah. so you know it, this was much more palatable than say the Chris Rock special so gotcha that's okay just a whole different thing and apparently it's so apparently and i I haven't gone to verify for myself but i think that they censored that the joke or even the part of that he starts talking about will smith in his special so what censored it how i I wonder yeah that's the part i'm not sure because i i have seen it like in its entirety so i will have to go back Mm -hmm. to say like oh it just Uh, ends interesting (laughs) okay yeah yeah so i'll go check that out at some point as in cut it out completely. That's what it sounds like. 
but I can't confirm this until I can, you know, go back and see it, check it out for myself. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So because I have no segue whatsoever, and I feel like that is <laughs> my segue of, of late is just saying that I don't have one. Um, bread. You've been making more bread since the last <laughs> time we talked on the pod. Yes. And yes. Uh, it's become, well, to me in my head. Okay, it is. Okay, you said the word. I, I didn't really want to <laughs> label it as such unless you An are embracing. Obsession. No, I'm yeah, a, embracing yeah. it and loving it. And yeah, it, yeah, it is consuming yeah. my waking moments. And I am so here for it. I love it so much. Not and your I'm waking moments. At it. Most of my like waking are, moments. Like, are you at work thinking about bread and kinds of bread? You yes. Can make? Yes. Yes. Mm. And it's starting to spill over into pasta making as well. And mm -hmm. so <laughs> I'm learning how to make pasta now. I've already failed at my first batch of homemade pasta. And so that has spiraled into, huh, well, what did I do wrong? I followed the recipe. I did the thing. And so I'm now learning, like, I, I understand the technique, but now I'm like the, 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 I understand the um, steps, I should say, but it, it is the technique mm. that I'm not um, really well versed in. And that's where I went wrong. It's just not, there's certain things you need to do and you need to do them um, properly or it's going to be a terrible mess <laughs> and taste mm. gross. So, you know, so I'm, I'm loving this. I'm, I'm loving it. I've even bought, Some, like, I've always wanted a KitchenAid, but I was never able to justify it because I just don't bake a whole lot until recently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I um, got a KitchenAid. Um, I've been using it. I've been learning how to work it. And, oh, my gosh, it really does make uh, life so much simpler and easier and quicker. And I love it. So, yeah, Which I'm doing just the same makes you thing more with... make more bread because you're able to yeah. process it faster and mix it. Yeah. 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 And sometimes I have issues like with with my joints, like my hands um, aching and stuff. And so when you're making bread, you, there's points where you have to knead it. And even with with pasta, there's points where you need to knead it. And so I'm like anything that will help me not put so much stress on my hands. Um, it's probably best. I don't want to run myself down doing this wonderful hobby and mm. and being in pain. So no, it's not as um, much fun anymore because it's yeah. not much fun that way. Yeah. So, but I love it so much. Like I, I get why people were, you know, why there was such a rise of bread, homemade bread making at home during the pandemic. Um, All these because... puns are just thrown out and not, you know, using. Huh? Are you aware? Are you aware? Because you not. said the the rise of bread, and then at oh. one point talking about um, yes, seeing um, yeah, you, I you're, you're slacking. One, you're the slacking. rise of the rise of yeah. I never. I didn't even think. I didn't even try that one. It just it just happens. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just happens now. <laughs> so and bread puns, right? So so yeah, but I I love it. I love it. I love it. I have a new goal of making um this year i would like to make a an, an entire meal completely from scratch so okay i, I was worried where you were going with that it was like an entire oh, no. meal made of bread oh like, no that's doing too much something. no 
it is it's like this too many like what glutens and carbs like carbs do you put extra and, gluten I mean, in your bread no <laughs> i just have a regular <laughs> gluten <laughs> okay now the the meal would be pretty carby and pretty gluteny but like i want to you know use homemade pasta and make a pasta a homemade pasta dish meaning like you know i'm not sure what the sauce would be for the pasta dish but I can imagine using homegrown tomatoes, like from my own garden and homegrown wow. herbs and stuff. Um, and, you know, homemade bread, all of that. I would love to do that right. um, from scratch as much from scratch yeah. as possible. I should say, cause even like uh, certain herbs and stuff, I'm not going to grow those, but I could have a lot of fresh. I mean, herbs you could. Things, so, yeah. yeah. I just that's, don't want to have something... all fresh herbs that, that may get a little crazy, yeah. but I suppose. You know. That I mean that that's something that Ashley would like to do is like have a little like herb garden that we have in our mm-hmm. window. Because I mean we've mm-hmm. we've got she's moved some plants around. There's one that was becoming, for lack of a better word, evasive. So she moved it to yeah. the big window because apparently it yeah. was like, nope, I need more space. So yeah. Yep. And plus it was attacking me when I was cooking because our stove is right there. And yeah. here this plant is just all up in my face, like, mm-hmm. hi. I'm like, no, no, no. So mm-hmm. back to what I was going to. Oh, um, not that you were looking for a simple or easy sauce, but but um, uh, Alfredo sauce, like is a very mm-hmm. like simple, easy sauce and one that very I have not easy. made in quite a while, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite sauces to make. Yeah, I do, too. It, it is very simple and easy. The only thing is. I want to, you know, try a all homemade or like majority homemade dish of some sort, you know, mm-hmm, just to mm-hmm. further challenge myself. We'll see. And it's probably not going to happen until, you know, later in the year because crops got to grow and stuff. But and also I need oh, to be right. better at this. But, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Well, because I, I forgot you said you wanted to like use your own tomatoes that have yeah, yet to be homegrown yeah right right i miss i mm-hmm. missed that part altogether i probably just lumped it with whole homemade so gotcha uh, okay. yeah yeah right it's kind of a big dream right now but we'll see we'll see we'll see i'm gonna work towards it mm-hmm. as per usual i just request that you do include uh pictorials and mm-hmm. uh photography of all of what you need so <laughs> Yep. Because because you. I'm already, you know, just butchering words. So that's <laughs> that's what we'll do. Uh, on a similar note, I did experiment. And in fact, we were kind of doing it around the same time because we we're texting like such things like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And this is what I'm doing. So I was making and there's actually two terms, but dirty wings mm-hmm. and the other term, I guess, are trash or trashy wings. I think it's trash wings. And mm. if you don't know what either of those are, first of all, I will say that uh, this lovely place called J. Tim's, it's actually called J. Timothy's, but the cool people call it J. Tim's because we don't have time <laughs> to say the whole name of the restaurant. Right, right, right. right. But <laughs> yeah, they have a whole, um, what's the word? I want to say they, they cornered the market at least in New England anyway, because I can't find any other place that uses this term. But what they do is they fry their chicken wings, then they sauce mm-hmm. them, and they fry them mm. again, and then sauce oh. them again. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Amen. So I decided, like, okay, 
this shouldn't be too difficult, but I'm going to put a little twist in mine and I'm going to air fry it first. Then I'm going to toss them and then I'll actually deep fry them in regular, you know, oil like you're supposed to do, or I don't want to say you're supposed to do, but yeah. So I I did that traditional. Mm -hmm. Yes. Traditional way. So I did that. I also tried it, uh, air frying, saucing, then back in the air fryer again, and then saucing again. Mm-hmm. And um, and then occasionally I would try it without the second layer of sauce, just to see if I mm-hmm. can, just to, just to get a, a taste of the texture of it all. Mm-hmm. What I can tell you is what the reason why uh, J. Tim's does not do dirty style for any dry rubs is because all the dry rub would come off if you try to fry it again and make your yeah. the oil that you're cooking with just terrible. So, so that makes yeah, sense. and learn that yeah. lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you live and you learn. You wouldn't have known exactly. Otherwise. Right. Just like you learned making pasta or, or how not to do like whatever it is you did. And then mm-hmm. I also learned not to do this with the dry rubs. I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. lesson learned. Yep. And I tried to get feedback from Ashley how if any of them tasted better than the other ones I'm like they're all good as she just kind of hands me back a bunch of just cleaned bones so I'm like (laughs) okay what did you think when you when you ate it I mean she actually was right they there really was very difficult to taste any nuances between which ones were fried like in an actual traditionally or yeah completely air fried so Mm -hmm. I too actually had a hard time kind of distinguishing like which one was which. So I even tried like my last batch to actually cook them longer just to see if like, cause I like my wings to be, to have like a bit of a crisp to them. So, mm-hmm. cause I don't like them just too soft. I definitely don't like them if they have breading and yeah. I, that's why normally when we get wings, we usually get dry rubs cause they're usually a little bit crispy to them. So, you know, that's what I was trying that to achieve. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, he was a little picky. He felt they were too, not slimy, but <laughs> because they had sauce on them, it was sometimes hard for him to mm-hmm. hold. So he just took yeah. one bite and like, I don't want any more. So I'm like, why are you yeah. so weird? So yeah, he is. He likes, he likes chicken. He likes barbecue chicken. And that's really what I made. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's, he's weird. Weird. I don't understand. Yeah. But hey, the, the chickens he didn't eat, I ate. So whatever. It's all good. So the chicken's got it. Uh, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, so the chickens got it. Yes, yes. That's the important part. They were consumed. Tummies were happy, or at least me and Ashley's were. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's how that was written. As we just continued to blast away to another uh, thing that I came across that I probably should have sent you the link for so you can be in astonished amazement with me when I saw it. But lightsabers are real now i don't know if you what you've heard Has yeah i may heard. actually just i may actually have to send you the text it is a short bit of a video so you can actually witness the thing about it is the way i set it up i probably shouldn't even told you i should have just sent it to you just so you can watch mm-hmm. it happen but yeah now, i'm just trying to go back and find it but i mean it, it is this is an audio medium so i can i i literally have to tell you what it is before you see it so yeah so here we are but um yeah so the lovely people at disney have been working on this for i don't know how long now at least i'm trying to think now when did they acquire star wars like 15 years ago 10 years ago 
mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Something like that. They've figured out a way to make a lightsaber, not one that cuts people or hurts people, because mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can be trusted with that. <laughs> nope. But no, 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 not at all. So they they made a working lightsaber where you can um, turn it on just like like Luke does, and all of a sudden it just mm-hmm. wow. and you know makes the noises mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, yep. so I'm I'm happy. I, I need to do this. Yeah, I'm I'm about to send it to you now, <laughs> so you can kind of witness you for yourself. Because I was like, should I send this ahead of time? And I it was a it was a last thought is basically what happened. So before like, we began, so it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot. But it made it in my it made it in the notes. It's just it was like the last <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, the, the lightsaber because yeah. I showed it to, to Ashley and she was like, I want one. And I'm like, no, because <laughs> yeah. it's probably stupid expensive. And yeah. even if there, it were possible to actually get a real one, I definitely would not want one in the house at mm-hmm. all. Because Ashley is a will liability. Admit, yeah. She admits that she'll be clumsy, not necessarily with it, but we also, you know, there's a little child running around who will see it and right. want to play with it. And then I don't need any holes that I have to pay for in the walls. <laughs> so they they already right. told us not to put like nails or, or screws in the walls, and we've already done that. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. yeah, I don't I don't need it's a lightsaber hole. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And accidentally, you know, yeah, attacking the neighbors or right. anyone walking down the hallways. So, <laughs> but still, this is very cool. And I felt it needed to be shared because I'm like, yes, we just, we are living in, I think, some of the best of times. Yes, it's dark mm-hmm. and dreary outside, but look, we have a, a working lightsaber the way An it does look in, the way it looks in the movies. Yes. Right. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it, it did send but so you'll be able to check that out and last other thing last other thing that i i I mentioned or not mentioned i i came upon is um and i've been hanging out with one of my friends we kind of meet up at barnes noble and he was taking a little while to get there so i just decided i'm just gonna wander around but i'll wander around the gift area where there's a whole bunch of game boards and toys and just Mm -hmm. things that uh, some of my uh, or a certain podcast host may one day get for a gift, maybe, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But what I did come across is a goofy movie game. <laughs> oh, really? really ex- did you? Yeah. Grabbing it. I did not give into the peer pressure. Uh, shout out to Birdo because um, mm-hmm. both of you are also like, do it, do it. You won't, you won't buy it. You're chicken. You're lame. You Get out of here. So, so you are lame and you are a chicken, basically. No, see, see what had happened was is that my friend had called me. He's like, hey, I'm 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 here. So I'm like, oh great. So you know, we went and then he was and I told him of everything that was happening up to that point. He was like, Yeah, you should go ahead and buy it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> we're not here for that. So yeah. At least I know where it is. So I can always go back and buy it at a later date. Sure, so. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, they had a, a, a plethora of other things. So shout out to uh, Barnes & Noble for not just being about books, but they have like right. built-in Starbucks, uh, which I don't know if you can use the secret menu, which I was going to talk about. And now here I am talking about it. I'm afraid to try ordering things from the secret menu because I don't know if they have all these secret menu items or ingredients. Mm-hmm. So now do you go to Starbucks at all? I do. 
but it's very um sporadically i'm not like a um every time i see it i have to stop there or every morning type of customer it's when the urge hits me and i happen to be in a target that also has a starbucks you know mm-hmm. pretty I sporadic do, yes. I'm kind of the same way, even though there's a Starbucks in my job, but mm-hmm. again, I don't, I don't know if it's like a full Starbucks where it has everything. Yeah. And at some point I think I'll just go up to them and ask them like, Hey, do you have like these ingredients? Okay. Then I can be like, okay, great. I want this. <laughs> and then I'll explain it to them and hopefully I can get it. So the secret menu that I'm mentioning, by the way, uh, I don't know how I came across it, but there are 55 different drinks you can order and they explain to you how to order them so you can get what you want. Like the most recent one I got was a cinnamon toast crunch latte. Now mm. it did have a very strong cinnamony, toasty, crunchy flavor. Well, except the crunch. That's one thing they, they probably missed there. Like add some granolas or some crunchy things. Give me the crunch. But um, what I forgot to do was order it without actual milk because mm-hmm. milk hates me now in my older age oh, no. so yeah i drank about half of it and then i felt miserable for the rest of the day because mm. my stomach was like <laughs> so it was that was my <laughs> stomach punching me in the stomach so it was not pleasant but mm. it was tasty i just yeah. had, was just full of regret yeah <laughs> So perfect in the moment. And then afterwards, you're just like, what did I do to myself? Yes. And my wallet hurt too, because I paid $10 for that drink. Hmm. I'm sad. I'm so sorry. Uh, but lesson learned. And um, yeah, I did not mean to go through any of that at all. But that was my uh, Barnes and Noble. That's what we were talking about. But um, I don't know. I guess we're going to get into recommendations because it's about time to wrap it up. So I'm going to throw it to you. Do you have anything you want to recommend today? Sure. So I have recently been to the show. Um, It's a reality show. It's called Welcome to Plastville. It's on the Discovery Plus app. And I love the show. Now, again, it is reality TV. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt if you choose to indulge with me. But I'm absolutely taking a grain, several grains of salt. Actually, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not for everybody, but it is. It, it is good TV. I think it's. Um, I don't watch like all reality TV because it's just ugh, But I really enjoy this show because it's very similar to the Duggar family. It, they're different in that they're not as. Um, they're just a different version, but, but they're basically, I would say, a different side of the same coin in their belief systems and stuff. And so it kind of follows the older kids who moved out of the house um, and how they are embracing the new world around them or, you know, if they're going it, it, to, it's, I'd say it's a mix of the Duggar um, shows um, and, you know, that there's another show called Breaking Amish or something like that where it Mm -hmm. follows Amish teenagers who uh, go out on their own and experience the world, the modern world for the first time. uh, Rumspringa or something, I think it's called. I think it's that or something very similar where they, there's time in their life where they have the opportunity to go out in the modern world and they can either choose to stay there and like live their lives there, or they can go back to their Amish communities. 
and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, the rum, whatever you said. So, rum Springer, yeah, it is. Yes, I think yes. So it's similar. It's got a. It's it's kind of in that same vein, I I guess. But we're talking about Southern um, Americans, Southern Christians. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's just a very interesting show. So I recommend. What's it, it called again? For it. Um, welcome to Plathville. Okay. Plath is the, Google's. Yeah, Plath is the the family's last name. It's P is in Paul, L A T is in Thomas H, and then they made Plathville for the show title. Gotcha. All right. Well, I don't think I have that uh, streaming service, but with all of this going on with uh, HBO Max and Mm-hmm. Uh, discovery plus combining or merging or whatever happened. I really don't mm-hmm. know what's happening. That is something that Uh-oh. if you were if you were to ask me about, I would be like, you know what? I'm not sure because the news kept keeps changing like every day. So oh lord, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> right, it's it's really kind of confusing and it's a little saddening because I'm like, okay, you came to do this whole. I'm like, you had at least maybe a year to have all this figured out all the yeah. logistics um you canceled like so many great shows because of this um yeah it's it's upsetting and what i will say though is what i'm waiting for and hoping is that a bunch of these canceled shows from hbo max or even just mm-hmm. the ones that they canceled all together they might mm-hmm. be going to fast tv and i've recently learned fast tv is what does it stand for again uh free ad supported streaming tv basically so it's an hmm. acronym okay um Interesting. you have yeah you you have used fast tv before because that's what tubi is that is what roku tv is that is what um pluto tv is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all of these are examples of that uh, apparently peacock hmm. is fast as well so really okay yeah yeah so if you're seeing ads during your streaming services or your streaming whatever then you're using a fast service. So, yeah. Okay. All that being said, it's possible that uh, a handful of the things canceled by HBO because of their whole budgetary reasons, blah, 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 whatever. Um, it could show up on one of these networks on their own channel. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. keeping a close eye for that because there's some things I miss and I really want to watch again, like like Close Enough or Infinity Train, some really amazing uh animation as well as just mm-hmm. programming that just got canceled for no reason so for no yeah. good reason yeah but yeah all that came up because you said uh discovery plus so i had just a little yeah. tiny little axe to grind there so yeah that's <laughs> what that was this is a safe space to do just that it's okay right right you're right that's right it's safe uh <laughs> but I, I will recommend since we mentioned peacock the return of grand crew Grand Crew, Grand Crew, Grand Crew. Sorry. It's, it's, if you watch the show, you know why I'm doing that because that's the theme song. And oh, Ashley and I watch it and then we just we just jam by the time the, the theme song is over because that's, that's wow. how it ends. But it's great. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember me telling you about it before? Because I can refresh you if you... Have. I remember. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, but for anyone who hasn't, basically the way that I pitch it to other people is uh-huh. it's friends it's friends but with black people and instead of hanging out at a coffee shop they hang out at a wine bar and it's just fun 
uh, antics about friends and dating and just Mm -hmm. it's a very like casual low stress funny show and Mm -hmm. I'm here for it I'm already wishing that I had a season three and a season four so it can be my background show just like how you would watch the office in the background I would watch the show in the background but Mm -hmm. you only have one season and like a few new episodes of season two so I can't go back and rewatch everything again yet still too fresh so does it air weekly yes or it does weekly okay yeah so it's a great show i highly recommend it because of the laughs the uh, just the the characters and mm-hmm. even though i'm mentioning like it's black people it's not like like <laughs> it doesn't like berate white people or anything or, or anything like that yeah. like it's not like yeah anything like that it's just something that came to mind i just want to make that clarification but it's Thank yeah it's you. just a really good show so good i can't wait to dive into it. it yeah i think i think you would enjoy it truly because I, I know you are a, a fellow wine appreciator and um yep. connoisseur yeah. is the proper term oh <laughs> you've made it to connoisseur i didn't know you made it to that level now oh uh, yeah <laughs> hmm. Well, well, well. See, uh, and we just talked about you mastering things, and that is a mastery that I was unaware of that you now have under your your belt or your hat. I don't know what what attire you like to wear more often, but you know, that's where you you know keep it. So, well done. <laughs> now, uh, next is our moment of gratitude. I feel like I want to. Nope. Okay, I'll do the what I'm grateful for first. And then I'll follow it up with something that I am not grateful for, which is not something that we do on the show, but I just needed to get it out there because it's happening to me and I need people to understand how I'm feeling. So yeah. first of all, first of all, let me just say that I'm grateful for, this is a person, um, Pastor Carla Woods, who's a great friend of ours at our church. And she had recently, I mean, she's been dealing and battling cancer, but as of, I guess what, last week? She is cancer free. So thank God for that. That's so good. I thank God for her and just for her being able just to, I mean, if you were to meet this woman, she is just nothing but like sunshine and just joy. Like it just expressing expressions all of the time. And Mm -hmm. it's just a joy just to see her. Like, and then for a while, sometimes we weren't seeing her. I'm like, oh no, I hope she's okay. Or, you know, there's times she was a little down, but for the most part, anytime you saw her, she had a smile on your face and she would just give you a hug. And, and anytime during service, she would just be freely dancing all around and it's like, just mm-hmm. go ahead, just have a good old time. And yeah. um, even when she was diagnosed with it, she still remained joyful, still remained mm-hmm. like just devoted and knew that God would take care of her. And sure enough, he did. And it was just really encouraging to me. It was like one of those things that didn't really hit me until like later on like wow that just happened so yeah it was just really inspirational and inspiring so there are times in church that we always talk about how some things sometimes there are things that happen to you but it's not for you so it's you know for me yeah that just kind of felt like that's what was happening so yeah so that is what i'm grateful for today awesome. what i'm not grateful for are the headphones that I'm wearing right now? Because <laughs> you don't like them. I don't know. I don't like them. They feel like they're too small. They're squishing my ears in a very painful way. I worked from home today, so I was using them then. And these are headphones that I found 
an old bag that I had that I kind of keep at the church. And I was like, oh, I can use these at home and replace the old ones that are all falling, mm-hmm. well, not falling apart, but like that material that's over the the, the cushions, that like mm-hmm. leathery, pleathery thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all been coming off. And then after I take the headphones off, I have all these black things all over my the side of my face that just don't wipe off easily. So I'm like, okay, these got to yeah. go. So I threw them away. Need new headphones. So I found these headphones. I'm like, hey, I'll use these. And now that I'm using them, I'm like, oh, these hurt my head. <laughs> and normally I don't have any no. issues, but they're very uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. we can't and have that. Even though I'm, I know, even though I'm saying I'm not grateful for them, I'm glad that I have them because at least I have something. But yeah, I'm I'm back in the market unless I take the ones that I use at work that aren't working. Or not, no, let me take that back. Rather, let me rephrase that. Let me use the headphones that I have at work that I'm not Mm -hmm. using, bring them home, use them here. So, yeah, I think that's what I'll do. Okay. I was going to say. I'm here for the experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I wanted to do is get some new Bluetooth headphones because I used. Okay. This is this is now sounding more like third world problem or first world problems which it definitely is but hey we're, we're already on the road um i have currently at my desk at work three sets of headphones two of them are bluetooth enabled and mm-hmm. then i have the audacity to sometimes show up to work with bluetooth headphones like like a headset or headpiece whatever around my neck that like if you call me that's what i'm talking to you through because i'll use yeah. those and go to the gym with so Mm-hmm. So I'll have like four different headsets or or headphones with me. So I guess I can take wow. one of those at home, but I want another pair of headphones to have mm-hmm. at home to use. So yes, I like to make me sound like a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. Mm. Anyway, uh, what are you grateful for <laughs> to get me out of this little uh, guilt hole that I dug myself into? Mm-mm-mm. No need for all of that. But I am grateful for my friends. I've just got some really good friends in my life. And I'm grateful for their friendship and their support and their love. And truly um, the ones that give the the saying, you know, chosen family um, Mm. meaning. So you are one of those friends. So I am very much grateful for you. But. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's a group of us and, um, you know, we, there's, there's some friends that I don't talk to often. There's some that I've talked to daily or weekly or sometimes even just every couple of months, but they're still kind of, um, my ride or dies. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful. I understand how rare that is and, or rather that, you know, not everyone gets that. So. I am very grateful to have that type of friendship um, with those that I have it with. So, yeah, I'm very grateful for that. That's great. I'm going to steal that and use that for next episode. So, yes. Uh, Sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was great because I've, you know, I I do think about my my friends, too. And and like even the ones I've I've kind of uh, strengthened relationships with, such as the one that I go meet with at uh, Barnes & Noble. Who's mm-hmm. also a bad influence on me, telling me to buy things and like, no, yep. here for that. <laughs> Although you did it too, and and burdled by association, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm on, I'm on a budget over here. I'm trying to, you know, 
feed families and 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 get cars back on the roads and and such and yeah it's not in the budget to be buying board games <laughs> you should anyway do it, um i mean <laughs> it's on the list so you know what i'll i'll get it if you come visit connecticut see and then we can i'll come visit tell to your little snow friends meaning your friends made out of snow to uh go ahead and melt and go far away because not when it's snowing mm. it, it's I mean, I, I told you what happened. It was snowing, but it wasn't even like accumulating. It was just like, we're we're falling, but nothing's really happening. Just, you know, hmm. go on with your life. Tell me that in the morning, see if it's melted or not. I mean, yeah, because I'm so far away from a window right now. I can't even take a look to see what's happening. Um, but right. I'm pretty sure it hasn't accumulated since we started talking. Because it started snowing at noon. We started recording at like six. There was still no accumulation whatsoever. Mm -hmm. We'll see about that tomorrow. Plus, it was raining like all (laughs) since last night. So it was like way too wet. And I think the ground is still too warm. So, yeah. yeah. So I I think I think it'd be good. So, you know, just your your the uh, soonest opportunity you have and then get here, then I will go ahead and purchase the game. I will give in to the peer pressure. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll you know sit down and play a goofy movie game. Okay, I'll do it. And then I guess you can also you, you can bring your your uh, KitchenAid too if you want because I feel like you'll have the need or or the wants like ooh I'm getting the itch I need to make some bread so. <laughs> Always I have that itch literally right now. <laughs> Not surprised. It's, it's pretty it's pretty insane. <laughs> Although I will make a request if you can look into if there's any gluten free options if you come across any. There are. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Just throwing that out there. All right. Well, that just about does it. Are you still uh, incognito? And in, oh, that's not the word. Um, hiatus is yeah, what you were using before. Oh, hiatus. Yeah. Well, both. I'm incognito and on hiatus. So, and living my best life, you know? Good. It's good. Best thing As you for should. Me, so, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, there's a whole lot less drama uh, with, the, a lot of these social medias except except for black twitter black twitter app.com go check it out if you you know this is really this this one this time is more geared toward the black folk because uh yeah mm, sure just i'm just i'm just saying we don't want no trouble that's nah. what i'm saying no so. troubles over here <laughs> but yeah go check that that that's a safe place too so we're i'm there um other than that, yeah, just just uh, hanging out, doing my thing. You can find me at all things at Indub, including Twitter, even though I'm not really tweeting much. Uh, I might be making a comeback, maybe. Um, mm. Instagram, I'm still trying to work it out, trying to find things to take pictures of that are that's mm-hmm. worth sharing with people. It's it's weird, even like with the food that I make, like I could probably share this with people, but like no, no, I'm just gonna eat it. So that's what happens. So yeah, find me at all things at Indub. Go to the store, please support. Uh, the Indu podcast there at Patreon. Soon, I keep I know I keep teasing it, but soon we will be recording material for like just extra stuff, extra content. Even if it's just me, or maybe even Courtney might want to record something that I'm not involved with. And like I just have to get this off my chest. And mm-hmm. here you go. And then I will post it and then it'll be there. But no, I... you'll have to yeah, you have to pay for it because that's what Patreon's for. That's what Patreon's yeah. For. So um Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm so off script that I don't even remember where I left off. But remember to wash your hands, your feet, the undersides of your dishes, um, your dogs, because I have to wash my dog. <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got a blue spot like on his hip. I don't know. And I think he laid on a pen and it's been there for like a couple I weeks now because I haven't given him weird. I haven't given him a bath. Hmm. I mean, he's a white dog. So he's he's like, you know, cars that get all the salt and stuff and grime on them. Just they just show mm-hmm. up like you're not you're supposed to be white and fluffy. You're not dingy and brown. Well, he's not dingy. Right. Except for that blue spot. I've been your benevolent host, Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off henceforth and forevermore. And the church said. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Indube Podcast. To get more Indube in your life, check out Indube.com, Patreon.com slash Indube, and of course, merch over at Public. Email us your Ask Indube questions, comments, or just say hi at IndubePod at gmail.com. Linky dinks in the descripts. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, and hashtag tell your friends. Until next time. <laughs>